Hi, I've always had the suspicion that the proof of a real life discipline is what happens when a trial wears on for a long time. Like most people, I can be excited about doing something for a day or a week, sometimes even for a month, but the proof is over longer time. When Jesus talked about the seed, the word, sown among the rocks, he said this, this person immediately receives it with joy, but has no root in himself and so endures, but for a while. In time, they fall away. The proof of change is that character develops. A truth becomes a part of us. A practice becomes a lifestyle. And of course, we who love Jesus want to become a person just like him. It takes time. It takes persistence. It takes falling. It takes getting up and keeping going. What an amazing offer and grueling challenge. And then I've noticed that I usually don't actually learn anything real or deeply in the first few weeks. But there comes a time of deep tiredness, wondering the worth of following, aching from the constant falls, seeing that no one but you and the Lord really even cares about this thing, and then thinking it took so long to get here and to get this worn out and then to realize that it is now finally that true learning can really happen. Now, in this tiredness, the new advances can take place that actually strengthen the will and forge new strength. But you're so tired, but you can't give up. And it's depressing and it's exciting all at the same time. And tomorrow morning, the alarm goes off and you get up determined to keep going, hoping that today you can get it down just a little better. And it's a privilege to keep following Christ in this messed up world into this field of harvest. Now, in looking at these Edgar Guest poems, imagine what it was like going from the Spanish flu into World War I, into the Depression, into World War II. Everyone had it hard, and the need for compassion and sympathy was obvious, but so was the need for discipline and determination. When I look at these Edgar Guest poems, I sense him trying to be witty and funny, but most of all, motivational. He wanted to strengthen people, to keep going and keep trying. And that generation needed that kind of motivational cheering on from the people's poet. Here is Edgar Guest, The Sulkers. The world's too busy now to pause, to listen to a whiner's cause. It has no time to stop and pet the sulker in a peevish fret, who wails he'll neither work nor play because things haven't gone his way. The world keeps plodding right along and gives its favors, right or wrong, to all who have the grit to work, regardless of the fool or skirk. The world says this to every man, go out and do the best you can. The world's too busy to implore the beaten one to try once more. Twill help him if he wants to rise, then boost him if he bravely tries and shows determination grim, but it won't stop to baby him. The world is occupied with men who fall but quickly rise again. 
But those who whine because they're hit and step aside to sulk a bit are doomed someday to wake and find the world has left them far behind. Whew. <laughs> and now, True Nobility by Edgar Guest. Who does his task from day to day and meets whatever comes his way, believing God has willed it so, has found real greatness here below. Who guards his post no matter where, believing God must need him there. Although but lowly toil it be, has risen to nobility. For great and low there is one test. Tis that each man shall do his best. Who works with all the strength he can shall never die in debt to man. Our great-great-grandparents got through those days of war and plague and depression, and so will we. Compared to all of that, COVID-19 is a cautious walk in the park. Hang in there, sweat and strain, and grow in grace. Maranatha. <laughs>